Hey fam, welcome back to another episode of I'm Telling You. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> See, you were right on time that time. It worked. As always, you're uh, your faithful host. I did it too. Face, faithful. Yeah, faithful. Faithful host. That's what we are. Philly D. Mr. Gemini. And our uh, fact Jake. checker extraordinaire. JD. Our clickety clack. Yeah, clickety clacker. She does that. Her timing's impeccable. Her facts are impeccable. I, in fact, think she is impeccable. See what I, see what I did there? I see what you did. I went, I went forwards and backwards. Some impeccability. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you uh, if you want to reach out to us, yep. oh, yeah, oh yeah, because we yeah, we have the uh, we got our new addresses. We shortened it. Yeah, we shortened it a lot. <laughs> we don't get to spell it because you you just spell it. It's just ity at directionsandmusic.org. Yeah, it's that simple. Directions. Don't forget the S, directions and yeah, music. Yeah, directionsandmusic.org. Absolutely, yeah. Make sure we get that S in there. So I guess we get to spell that part of it. So I-T-Y at directionsandmusic.org. I don't, yeah. I don't get my double L anymore. I do, because you can also hit me up at D at directionsandmusic.org. That's P-H-I-L-L-Y-D at directionsandmusic.org. Or Gemini at directionsandmusic.org. I was going to say, you got your own too, bro. G-E-M-I-N-I. G G M I N G to the E to the M to the I. Uh, no, I don't. You almost had like you want to like a cheerleader vibe to it. G M I N I. Start breaking out. But yeah, so uh, first time listeners. Who we cheer for, Gemini? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was perfect. Oh, uh, but yeah, uh, first time listeners. This is um, well, it was a thirty year friendship. Now there's we have like a new part. We have our fact checker, and so it's now a 30-year friendship, and then some. We have a plus one. We're like cubed now. Is that is that is that fair to say? Well, you know, we're now trading off between the position of corraller, and, you know, sometimes we may both go off the rails, so it's kind of nice to have someone there to just push us back on the track. I do feel that I am handing over my corraller responsibilities in a, a sense yeah a bit yeah i think you know it's it's nice to have that as well somebody's got to be with it you know <laughs> i can't do this all the time i can't i can't wind myself up how does it feel to be the person in the room that's with it <laughs> questionably with it <laughs> questionably with it well i mean but that isn't that what you're here for is the questions so that makes sense see how we flip that I'm just saying. See what I did right there. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so, what? Well, no, you can't do. You can't look at me like that. How we, just, I, we just got started. You can't. How did I look at you? Just like that. Just like <laughs> it already happened. When? How oh, do I? My brain already went there. But you know, you said it first. It's all right. Oh. So what? Well, <laughs> I don't. I don't, know. I don't know. What's on your mind, bro? You know what? Right now, lately, pretty much nothing. I've been trying to like live in the moment more, I guess. So I've been trying to think less. So this is all about, though, isn't it? Less distractions like that. Well, yeah, and not even like think less to say to like not think as deep. But to like literal quantity wise, like I'm just trying not to think as much. Well, just stay open to the possibilities as they come at you. 
Well, yeah, because if I feel if I'm being busy, like thinking about stuff, then I'm not really paying attention and I'm missing possible moments. So you don't want to miss those moments, man. Yeah, the more I seem to just be kind of like, you know, F it, let's just go with it, see what happens. You want to be a moment misser? No, because it's been working out pretty well. A lot of like cool stuff's been going on. So it's like, it's pretty cool. Cool stuff goes on. It usually is pretty cool. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And it's because I'm just like, and I'm just letting it happen. It's kind of nice. I mean, it's um, It's just like this show. Just kind of let it happen. (laughs) Do what it do, baby. Do what it do. Ain't no focus. Yeah, I've been trying to. I've been trying to live a little bit more like that. And I, I can't say there's no agenda because sometimes we do have agendas, but it's not like that. Like, um, we got a whole formula for how this works. It just see, there is no formula. You you can't recreate this. It does it itself. You wouldn't want to script it. Do even you couldn't? I mean, if you try, it would. Oh, it would this is horrible, horrible dialogue. Like, who would want to think of this stuff? Nobody would. Can I push a button? <laughs> Dude, you always push my buttons. No, I want to. I want to push the sound effect. I, I want to do that. It's. It's. This is. An, this, is this is an inappropriate time. You always say that. No, what I don't. It, I've, the pu- appropriate I've time? pushed buttons for before, and I've let you push buttons before. So I've allowed it to happen. So don't even. Like, I've allowed it to happen. I didn't slap your hand away. Well, yeah, exactly. I let you do <laughs> it. <laughs> You just don't go touching another man's equipment, man. You don't touch his fries. You don't touch his radio. Minute, you don't touch his equipment. A minute work reference, really. Actually, I think there's a couple in there. There's a <laughs> minute work, and then there was also uh, a slight uh, rush hour. Oh, okay. Radio, yeah. go say rush hour. Yeah, a little bit. There's, don't you ever touch a black man's radio. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Dude. You know, there was a little crossover there. Hey, man, it's a twofer. You know what I mean? I'm just... I'm styling and profiling. You understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. Don't nobody understand the words coming out of your mouth. Yeah, no, exactly. But yeah, no, I want I want to say, I mean, because especially with the the conversations we've been having lately about that more, I don't want to say profound, but I guess like that more truly connected. So not just being spiritual, but actually actually like attempting to connect with on a spiritual level. And whatever do you mean by that? So it's not just like, well, it's not just the idea of, you know, like praying to pray or, you know, doing yoga because you want to feel connected, but to actually just be a part of that flow. So to not try to connect to, but actually be connected to. And that's why I was like, I'm trying not to think as much and just be like, you know, because I'm always, especially with like what I do and the crazy kind of schedules that I keep and stuff, I'm always, you know, rigid, rigid, rigid. You know, I got a constant reminders, always having notes, like, you know, always having to set my calendar, you know, things are very, very structured in that sense. And it's like, sometimes you just got to let it go and just, you know, let it do its thing because you can't get caught up on you set this plan and then it doesn't work out, you know? So this must be a nice relaxation from the rest of your your duties throughout the week. Then I said duties. <laughs> well, and <sighs> duties. It's me making this transition of trying to like let go more is probably the more nerve-wracking component of it because it's changed. So it's like you're I'm modifying my habits. So you have to be aware of what you're doing. So 
while I'm trying to not be as like structured in that sense, I have to like structure myself to not do it. So it's like this ironic. So it's just, it's, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, as life, I guess. I don't know. It's, it, it is kind of fun and, and kind of a relief sometimes to just allow yourself to be at the fate of, well, whatever life has to throw at you. Just kind of give yourself up to it. Well, and so with the, the conversation where I'm always talking about just maintaining your focus, so just wanting to have that end result, so just staying focused on that and things that support that as opposed to having to control those things to get you there. So instead of being like, well, you know, I want to be a race car driver. Well, then I'm going to race a car over and over and over again. And I'm just going to be a great race car driver. It's like, well, why don't you just focus on the fact that you want to be a great race car driver and just allow the moments to exist and get you to that place? Like instead of trying to control and saying, you know, I have to have so much seat time or I have to drive like, you know, so many different styles or I got, you know, instead of saying I have to do these things to get to where I'm going. I'm trying to be more like just focused on this is where I want to go and almost, you know, act as if I'm already there. So just try to maintain that mentality of just like, this is how I would be if this is what it was, even if I'm not truly existing in that moment yet. Or like the success of it is not the focal point. The focal point is the doing. So it doesn't matter when you're not focused on that. Sometimes I think it, it comes easier because you're not looking for a financial gain you're you're looking to kind of please some deeper sense and of meaning within your own life or what you do. Yeah, I would I would say the um the purpose of it all is for me to just be happier with who I am. Yeah, being being truer to what I feel I'm supposed to be doing, you know, just because with with me saying, "Hey, let's be focused on this thing and do the thing that you believe in." It's only the thing for me that I would believe in if it's being good for me as well as those around me. So if it's fitting that kind of a criteria where me doing this not only makes me happy with who I am, but it makes, you know, the things around me better as well, all those relationships, the, the, you know, all the different existences, then, then that's probably the thing I should be doing. If it not only improves your style of life or living, but also those around you. Yeah, because I mean, if, and not necessarily a financial thing we're talking about. It's more it just of a, like literal happy. Like, so if I'm healthy and well, if I feel good about who I am, you know, if I can wake up and look at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, what's up, brother? You know, and like I give myself that love. If I can live in that place, but people around me aren't happy or the relationships I'm keeping aren't good, that doesn't really, you know, that to me, that doesn't compute. So I have to be on that same level where it's like, I need that extension from those, you know, around me as well. That's when it's like, that's the indicator. It's like, all right, cool. I'm happy, but also everything I'm doing around me is happy. So like basic, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like where the, where the rubber meets the road, not just, you know, I go to church every Sunday, whatever. Like yeah. you're actually, you know, living the lifestyle that you're practicing, what you preach kind of thing. Yeah, and that's no, why... That. That's why I would say like what I focus on is the fact that I want to have good moments with my family. Not that it has to be this moment or that moment, but just the fact of these are the things I look for. 
but also, you know, still doing my golf and all that kind of stuff. So being honest to who I am and what I want to do, but making sure everybody else is also feeling a part of it and everything's good in that kind of a fashion. So I'm more focused on the general idea of what the outcome is, which is people being happy and enjoying the times that we have together as a fo- as opposed to being like focused on like, no, we're going to do this and we're going to enjoy ourselves. It's like, no, you don't, you don't have to force that piece itself. You can let the universe unfold what that moment's going to be to get you to that outcome that you're really looking for. So I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to think less and do more and just be in that kind of a flow. Right. As I was saying, like actually be connected, not trying to connect. Be like, oh, you know, I'm meditating. I'm being a part of the universe. It's like, no, no, no. You are a part of the universe. Just do that. Yeah, I'm just, sorry. I'm I'm going on a mental thing myself. It's like those people that, you know, you you go to Disney and like you've got your whole itinerary like i i can't i can't live my life that would like be that. my mom yeah screw the itinerary because if we get hung up here would at 35 minutes we got to go no i'm sorry if i'm having a good time i want to have a good time here because it's this is in the moment yeah i don't want to feel like i have to rush off to you know oh no and that's that's exactly that's what i was saying that like that's my mom so the last time we went to uh like every moment has to be filled your your free time was two hours ago i'm sorry you missed it well, all right, so we did big family trip. There was like 13 of us or something. And because of, you know, how many of there are of us and the way the schedules were, it's like we only had so many rental cars. And I wound up being like one of the designated drivers where it's like, all right, cool. So I got to take you all to get your golf round in and then come back, grab the kids and take them to this. And then I got to come back and then like, and it's like, and I'm still trying to get like my my workout in before everybody does stuff. So now all of a sudden it's like, I'm getting up at 4 a.m. just to go to the gym so then I can drop the cats off so they can go get their morning round of golf in, then pick up the, and it's like, dude, it, every moment was calculated and timed out. And it's just like, I'm just chauffeuring and just like, you know, trying to watch the clock. Did we schedule in some fun time in here somewhere? Yeah, so, <laughs> right? None. Dude, it, was, <laughs> it was horrible in that fashion. But that's, and that's why I'm like, when you set yourself up for that, nothing against Disney, but Disney is not a vacation. Disney is a, for me is a reason to take another vacation. <laughs> if you like run one, on that kind of itinerary, yeah, one or two days, <laughs> just being able to do nothing after that, because it's like, you know, that's exhausting. Decompress. Yeah. I don't yeah. need an itinerary. I'm going, I'm going to an amusement park. <laughs> like I don't need an itinerary. Well, and, I, and that's why I, you know, I need to be amused. It should be more like like <laughs> rough amusement points. Here. Like you know, I'd like to see this. I'd like to see that. Not like we're going to a show here, and then we got to run over here and get this, 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 and this. And it's like there's never enough time to do everything because you're trying to get it all in. You end up getting nothing in, or not really enjoying like you know being able to stop for a a, a picture at a Mickey Mouse shaped bush. And yeah, and that's and that's really my my point on all that, like, that's why I was like, you know, you're saying the itinerary and stuff. Yeah. That's exactly what it is that I don't want my life to be like. Right. So I get that I have to have like some structure and keep things consistent in that capacity, but I don't have to be focused on it being that thing right then and there. You know, the end result is what I'm looking for. So whether it's, I want to have better work or if I want to have like better, you know, if we want to do like better episodes or, you know, like whatever the things that, I'm focused on for what what I'm trying to do is like, 
I, I have to just enjoy that moment and trust that it's going to get me to that end result. You know, like I said, when you believe in that thing, you know, whatever that thing is you believe in, you just got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. My, my eye keeps watering. Or if you're looking at me and I'm like winking at you. <laughs> I thought it was because you were just really feeling what I was saying right there. <laughs> just moved you to tears. I'm just winking. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> oh, it's lovely. <laughs> I, th I thought we were having a moment. Is that is that not what? That's not what was happening. Not really. No. <sighs> it's, yeah, it wasn't a tearful moment. No, not because of that. Tearful, but not. Yeah. No. <laughs> just, just stop talking. Just, yeah, I'm just gonna stop right there. Oh, uh, but yeah, that's um, yeah. I'm I'm trying not to think as much. Well, and and really, you know, the the past conversations we've been having, you know, for a few weeks now, I I really feel I've been because I'm, you know, you and I have always been on that path. Like we've always been wanting to transcend and grow, and you know, at different points and at different levels and different ways. And the the conversations and the things I've been doing in the past couple of weeks have really kind of come ahead to this thing where it's like. I feel like I'm right there where I can really just be that person who's being impeccable, not assuming, not taking things personal and just always doing my best and being able to say those positive things about me and See, be a lot those of that positive towards things. towards just being open and receptive. You know, like I said, being open and receptive to anything that life may throw at you and trying not to judge things. I mean, right. Or compare. Comparison is the thief of joy. Well, and what are you comparing to, though? Well, just in general. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what I'm saying is the, the downfall of a lot of people is comparing yourself to somebody who's already an expert in a field you want to be in or a thing you want to do instead of comparing yourself to how, or... how you were yesterday, which is what you should be doing if you're comparing at all. You know. Well, and that's I think that's what she's saying is just comparison in any any fashion just like you're yeah you're you're basically you know downplaying that moment because it could have been like you you know i had like the greatest day of work today you're like it's almost like that one time when why why'd you now have you, to why you're putting the energy back in the past instead of enjoying the now exactly that's I think right that's right out of that book yeah right is that, that book yeah, we we're, i'm getting like the big up and down nod yeah yeah that's it was point i pointed out i brought it in to the studio today just because last time you were asking me what the copyright oh, was, and the copyright's yeah. actually 2017. So yeah, it's not terribly old. Yeah, Dispenza. Dispenza. Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yeah, dude, we, I looked up the wrong thing. When you weren't here, Espinoza and so yeah, it was like, yeah, Espinoza. Or, dude, it was close. It was it's not, really close. It's not even close. <laughs> it's not, and you made fun of me? It's not, same ballpark. That's not even the same sport. I mean, <laughs> you had like the completely wrong name. I just pronounced but this was also her his guidance of what I was looking for. So it was the combination. We both did it. Yeah, we redirected and like disrailed at the same time. Mm -hmm. It was good. But then you know we rectified. We came back <laughs> and like you know, for those who are listening, that's what we do for more than nine minutes. For, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like we do that. We come back and we you know bring it back we, around. Yeah, if we if we feel we made a wrong statement or 
whether it was misinformation or, you know, whatever, if we feel that there was anything that needs to be rectified, we do it. We, we hold ourselves accountable. There, there are so many other things in that, this book, Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, there's so many things in that that tie in with, with a lot of the thought processes I've had going all the way back to all my, you know, post-trauma stuff that I went through, you know, all the trauma all the, all the bouncing off many surfaces, right? Um, yeah, and I, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I wonder how much, how much um, I can, I can attribute the fact that I'm still alive today to just the will of my own spirit. And I want to, I, th- I think when we were talking about it before. I kind of pushed towards it, but we got sidetracked. But it's to me that's that that key component is the literal thought of it. So that's, and that's, again, like that comes back to the irony of like where I'm at, what I'm trying to do, where it's like, I'm not trying to think, but you know, what do you always say? You can't not think about the negatives. And you know, you have to have that frame of reference or that construct. Like you gotta, you know, we're just, we're, we're creatures of. So you can't not think about the negatives. So your choice is to just not think. Pretty much. (laughs) Just, I'm not going to think. Well, and again, so it's but staying focused. So, so you're the, not- my my mentality is like the the pictures I see. So you know my vision boards. So it's not just on the wall where I have pictures to remind me of what it is I'm focused on, but also in my mind. So when I do think, really, what I'm trying to do is just reinforce all of those positive habits that I'm trying to be a part of, or those ways that I want to think about myself. So when I do think at all or talk to myself, it's only in the positive. So that when I would speak to anyone else, same thing. I would be being impeccable with myself so that when I speak to someone else, I'm also going to be impeccable. You know, you have to start inward and then you can, you know, ex- express outward. Wait, was so, it the three C's you said? Is that what it was? The Well, that's when you're just like trying to talk to somebody. Compliment. Yeah, compliment, critique, and then challenge. But that's, you know, that's what's when you're just trying to like communicate. I think it's a good tactic for anything. It's a sound tactic. Yeah, I like it myself. Well, you I may incorporate that into future conversations with others. I like that. I, I mean, I've, and that's the thing is, so I've built that into, into my habits. Three C's is kind of like the six P's. Is that? The six P's. The six P's. Proper planning prevents piss poor performance. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Well, there you go. Six P's. <laughs> there, there's only five fingers on one hand. You're gonna you you go back to the thumb again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, so it, doing those things though is are those habits that you're building at that point. And so that's why the habits that I have now is like you know as I'm trying to think if I do have to like you know because your brain wants to it's just what it does. I'm trying to reinforce all of those things that I want to be or I feel I already am that keeps me in that place where I'm like happy and being uh, productive and, you know, a part of my community and just being that good person. So, you know, like uh, JP says, you know, I'm aware that I can be a bad person. I'm aware I can do evil things, but I want to be good. I want to make the world a better place. So I focus on that stuff. Did you say JP? JP. No. Your man JP. Oh, JP. Yeah, Jordan B. Were you not hanging out with JP recently? Yeah, JP. Didn't you? I do call him that. JP. Don't you guys get together on the weekend and drink scotch or something? We go, we go way back. 
<laughs> yeah, we do you have to- a gratitude journal? Do I? Mm-hmm. So I do have my own personal journals that I uh, I write in and have written in, and a lot of them are like I have a few sections where it's I I am and it's the things that I want to be, and one of those is actually gratitude. So I tell myself every day that I am gratitude, and then as well as to extend it is to actually show that gratitude for other things. So yeah, every day I remind myself to. And, you know, it's, again, the things that I love about me and what I want to keep pushing towards. So, you know, I, I yeah, I show gratitude for, for everything I'm at and, like, everything I want to be. I am. Yeah, I do a lot of I am statements. Absolutely. I am Groot. Yeah. Have you ever tried the so hum or the I am, um, you can turn it into a mantra, but it's also used as a single point um, focused meditation. So you were, I think you were starting to talk about this, the one point where you were like talking about Sanskrit and stuff. And I think we had a side chat about this where those were like some of the statements. So yeah, I, um, I, I just heard that from you, even though, so in some of my research, um, I came across the whole idea of like Tibetan monks and stuff, like how they, how they, uh, like, yeah, chant and, you know, have, there's certain things they say, but what they're really doing is resonating on a certain frequency and that's supposed to be like opening certain chakras or clearing them out or things of that nature. So, I mean, I was very aware of that kind of an idea, you know, and I think, you know, what you're talking about kind of goes on that same line where it's not so much what it is you're saying, it's what you're doing or what you're trying to activate. And that's just like one of the ways to do it in a sense. Well, the I am is a, is it's a focal point with no direction because it's saying it's just the statement I am and I am just rolls right into I am again. It just continuously. And the nice thing about mm-hmm. that is so often we're trying to define what we are, but it's just really in. I think, well, no, I'm just saying. It <laughs> no, just, dude, it I just, just, I just got the Breakfast Club where he's just like, "Who am I? I'm a walrus." <laughs> But if you verbalize it, when you do the hum part of it, it makes the om noise, which is the universal vibration, which is used within your healing. Right, and the true the true om is actually all of the vowels. Mm-hmm. If you do it right, yeah, the true om actually goes through all of the vowels. What a e i o u, and sometimes y. Well, is y in there? Sometimes. Um, it's all in there it's all in there it's just that one goes Mm -hmm. right into the next so they're kind of it's all blended it's like ragu it's in there it's in there (laughs) so no I follow you it's just like ragu (laughs) exactly it's it's all in there you hit the nail on the head (laughs) Aum. aum and yeah not gonna do it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and so, yeah, going back to your point of the Dr. Dispenza book, um, that that part to me is the very important thing of that thought because whenever you're engaging your brain, it's going to be a thought. Whether you're thinking or controlling, it's still a thought. It's just the way, you well, know, it's things are interacting and in that fashion. What he's telling you is get out of your head. Any chance you get, get out of your head because that's where you enter a healing space. Right. That's where you enter a, um, like I've said before, like a timeless state. 
where I mean you you know you can get into that and have have a daydream that seems to last for weeks and it's been 20 minutes. Yeah, we were talking about, like it goes to that inception idea where you know you're asleep for an hour and it's like 2 weeks later or something in your in your dream. Something like that. Like yeah, the the time the way it folds is like exponential time dilation. <laughs> Say it again. You I don't, time dilation. You're just really you're like that's, well no, I mean as I'm saying, that's that's how you know like a moment is really effective for you. When there's times in your life where it time times in your life <laughs> when <laughs> when time doesn't seem to flow at the same rate, it seems to increase or decrease depending on your your state of mind, your emotional state, whatever. Right. I get I get like all that. People say time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. That's a direct reference to time dilation. <laughs> Scientific. So the you know, uh going back to the idea of like the thought and all that, that's why I said I'm more in that place now where if I do allow my brain to to go somewhere or think about something, I I want to focus on those things that I want to be doing or seeing myself doing. So, you know, that's whether it's like having better relationships or doing better with work or, you know, a better golf game or, you know, it doesn't matter what that is. But if it's my focus, then my thoughts would be on one, how I'm already doing it, but also how, you know, I like the things that I want to kind of see come out of it. Because again, I don't want to focus too much on like, I have to do it this way. You know, like with work or something, it's like, oh, I got to go to this person and I got to do this with that. And this is the only way it's going to work. Like, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the end result of, hey, when we're all said and done, it's like this. It's already finished. Everything's all copacetic. Like, that's what I want. So, but it's, it's, all, it's all copacetic. Copacetic. No, I'm just joking. But yeah, but, and it's, and like, you know, like, it's mindfulness. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I mean, it goes in with mindful meditation and how you treat and act yourself. The have tos, taking them out and turning them into the I want tos or I need tos, actually breaks it down for you as well. Changing your perspective, man. Well, and so I, I personally have been, you know, you said the the I need to. I've been trying to get myself away from even making those statements because again. I feel it's right. putting me on that point of I'm assuming that because I want this outcome, this is what I need to do. And it's like, if that's the moment and it's like, all right, cool. I obviously, you know, have been shown this is what I need to do. All right, cool. Now I need to do it. But me telling myself I need to do it before the universe or the powers to be kind of a thing, show it to me. So I've been trying to stay away from those kind of, you know, statements. But, you know, that's yeah. just, that's just me. Yeah, everything's okay. a choice. Because even a positive is a positive direction is still a direction, and it may it may disable your ability to see what direction you're you're actually traveling in. Well, yeah, like if you're too focused on it being the thing that it needs to be, like, oh, I'm I'm definitely supposed to be at this place at this time, and I'm going to make it happen. And like when you're so focused on controlling the situation. Yeah, you're not seeing those things that are actually just like, no, just go this way. And it just like literally unfolds in front of you. You don't know that, that seemingly getting sidetracked from your 
your focal point or your mission. But maybe that's actually part of your route to get there. And maybe it actually makes you get there faster. Like, who are you to say, you know? And, and I try to have more of that focus on if I do get away from like my schedule or my focus or like that structure thinking this is what I have to do. Like, this is the thing I need to do today. Catch yourself while you're taking it too serious. Well, what I wind up doing is telling myself, you like, you know what? It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I have faith that my my focus and my intentions and efforts are eventually going to get me to this end result, which is what I'm really looking for. So it doesn't matter if, you know, I think it's going to come out this way and all of a sudden the universe is like, no, we're going this way. It's like, cool, then let's just go that way. So, you know, getting away from being stuck on, it has to be, I need to do, just let the moment be what it is, learn and... Because wherever you go, there you are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because more so I'm reinforcing... A release of expectation. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's taking things personal, making assumptions, The you know, with the... Well, I'm supposed to be doing this right now. No, you're supposed to be doing exactly what you're doing. And when, when I tell myself... I'm reinforcing that belief system that, you know, what I am doing is correct because eventually those, those little moments and inputs are going to give me that outcome I'm looking for. So not only is it reinforcing that for as far as like my confidence, my belief system, but it's also just positive reinforcement that I'm doing well and I'm always doing the best that I can. So, you know, it's little things like that that you keep doing over and over again as they those cycle, they just become those new habits and then you don't have to think about it and you just do it. And that's like the thing I was saying where it's like, I'm not trying to be connected. I am connected and I just want to do that. Instead of believing there's good in the world, you need to be the good in the world. Yeah, the Mahatma Gandhi, yeah. Be the change in the world you wish to be or wish to see. see yeah, yeah. Just, just do it, you know? Be, it would fake it till you make it almost, you know, just if that's what you believe in, if that's what you see, then just be that, you know, and just wait for everything else to catch up to you, I guess. Be the wabbit. Yeah. Or the duck, whichever. Be the wabbit. <laughs> be the wabbit. Oh, excuse me. So yeah, that's, um, oh, my foot fell asleep with that. I'm, I'm trying not to think that much. <laughs> It's all tingly, man. It's the short answer, I guess. <laughs> I'm talking about my foot. It's all tingly. You got the pins and needles? I do. <sighs> Twisting my ankle? I don't know what I was doing. That's- Dude, that was PCU, pins and needles. When the guy at the end of the movie and it's the party and he finally finished watching all of the, yeah, all the TV and like could write his, his thesis now. He's like, it's complete. He like stands up off the couch that he's been sitting on for like, weeks. Ah! And he's lying on the ground screaming, pins and needles, pins and needles. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That's where your mind went right there. Well, because do the pins and needles. Which, I'll be honest, I don't think PCU is going to do that great on the rating system. Why do you say that? Because there's a lot of great lines, but it's not continuous, and there is plenty of action, so you're not getting as much dialogue, which is really what the system's kind of based in. So, but it's yeah, so so much of it may be a visual, a yeah. visual context. 
Well, and I think, yeah. and that's why I kind of feel the same thing about like Forrest Gump, because while there's tons of dialogue and tons of movie, there's still plenty of things where you're just, you're embracing the visual and that's really what's expressing itself. So I still think overall it would rate pretty high, whether it gets knocked out by other less quality movies. I mean, that's not really the point. It's a different rating system, so you really can't judge it. Yeah. I'm just curious to see what those are going to be. I'm, um, I'm excited to get started on this. It'll be good stuff. <laughs> Well, because like I said, I, I have the adapters and stuff. I just I need to get one more so cable. They, and I then, think you're being unfair. I mean, Forrest Gump does have a lot of quotables in it that are quite good. And my my absolute absolutely my absolute favorite. <laughs> yeah, and I agree with this. My absolute favorite from that movie in particular is "I'm real sorry about your roommate's robe." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the quote. That's like that's your, the one, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Ice cream. And then. <laughs> oh, no, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> Captain Diane. I'm real sorry about your roommates, Rob. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm going to. I don't know what happened. I'm going to. I'm going to go over there now. <laughs> <laughs> But and that's the thing is yeah so I do I do agree Alabama <laughs> I do agree that you know Forrest Gump is a very quotable movie and there are plenty of moments it's just it's really coming down to the, you know the fact of yeah the way the system works I don't think it's going to do that great which is a shame because it it is a really good movie and so it's or, you know, we are talking about a different a I different style. Be, and I think you might be slightly surprised by it. That's all I'm saying. You know? I'm hoping for it. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm hoping for some it. Some of it would come through, you know. I mean, you can hear the sound of the boat crashing. Even if you can't see it, you hear the sound of the boat crashing, and he looks over and he goes, that's my boat. Like, that's funny, you know. <laughs> it works. I've been to Bella Gump Shrimp. <laughs> the restaurant. Popcorn shrimp, shrimp gumbo, shrimp jambalaya, fried shrimp, popcorn shrimp, cocktail shrimp. It's like three days later. I think that's about Real it. That's, that's about all you can do with it. Like, okay. Like three days worth of stuff. He sure does know a lot they're about run, shrimp. They're running, they're in the rain, they're cleaning their guns. Like, dude, how long, how long was this going on for? Yeah. Cleaning the floor with a toothbrush. But yeah, you know, going going back to that exact one, you know, that's my vote. Like there's that entire scene, you know, just for that quote is a decent amount of time, but all of it gets truncated to just that's my vote. Well, yeah, for this particular reference, yes. And that's and that's why I'm like I feel the majority of how that movie is styled like production wise, it's going to lend its hand to doing that more times than not. So, it, like, so you're saying there's like, not as much opportunity for a full scene like you would say Breakfast Club style. Yeah. Where you have a full scene that's all quotable like you can't even well, chop it up. And it's cuz Breakfast Club I feel not only is it like you could have that, but there's multiples same thing with Super Troopers. So there's just within, scenes. Yeah, within the movie, there's several. Yeah, there's scenes just sections where it's like you, it's not one line. It's not. Two, it's just you know, it's it's a literal scene. Whereas you know, when you get those moments in Forrest Gump, 
it's it's coupled with a lot more of like the scene is being told visually, you know, so the story is unfolding because you're you're literally being able to watch it. So it, it doesn't depend on the dialogue to to give you that. Yeah, I suppose. Because I mean, because genius. Well, because yeah, I mean, because I mean, Forrest Gump is a well done production. <laughs> well, but it's it's a well done production because of you know the the scenery and the way it was directed and cut and everything. So I mean, you know, Forrest Gump as a whole, yeah, it's a phenomenal piece of art. I'm just, you know, in our system, I think it's going to flop. And it's kind of sad. I don't know. It depends on how much credit you give each one of those little completely well, repeatable quotes that falls right in the middle of a whole bunch of other dialogue that, eh, this is why it I, doesn't make the cut, it doesn't make the cut, whatever. But. Right. Well, and that's why I agree with our guy where it's like, we need to, you know, like as I say, the John Hughes Meridian, we need to find that relative base of starting to use the system to see how it shakes out because then... We probably will find a way to have a you know a sliding weighted scale, so that you know Forrest Gump would then be properly compared to the other ones, and then you know now all of a sudden it does have a fighting chance. But you know on just the straight criteria of like how much of it's quotable and how much you know time in the movie, like those kind of comparisons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Super Troopers. Yeah, I would kill it. I just don't you want know. you to go into it already prejudging it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Forrest is going to run through that criteria like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because I said the same thing with like, all right, so John Hughes Productions, you know, you look at Breakfast Club. Yeah, you have scenes upon scenes upon scenes. But then you look at Home Alone. Home Alone has plenty of great scenes and there's some great quotable lines. But, but a lot the of same thing. Stick. There's a lot more of that vaudevillian visual, so you're seeing more of the movie than listening to it. Right. But it's still a quality production, you know. So that's why, I like, all that. That's why I'm like, you know, yeah. I think we'll want to probably yeah, if you have, have to the, describe a scene, then it's not quotable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should be able to say like a line, right. or you know, just represent a tone from that line, and it's but like you did you a little jerk. Yeah, you and yeah. you should be able to pretty much be able exactly, to exactly know. Yeah, you know, and that's why you know with Breakfast Club, if you do that more times than not, I feel like people would be finishing that scene out. Like you would say a line, that one quotable thing, and then it would just get finished. Like somebody's bound to do that. You know, I would say like Rocky Horror Picture Show is probably the same like way. Roger Rabbit with shaving a haircut, like you just have to, you have to finish it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but you know, but, yeah, in that same regard, you know, I think I think Who Framed Roger Rabbit would probably do pretty well too, because you know, again, it's you know, you do a thing and it it takes you to that whole scene. So in that's in that fashion, like it would it would rate pretty well. Howard the Duck, <sighs> not so much. Good movie though. Again, it, there's more visuals in it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the the pictures being painted literally, so it's not it's not dialogue driven. It really wasn't. Well, so that's why I like you know Super Troopers and stuff like that because not only is it great with dialogue, but it's also visually driven with those pieces, so it really paints a great picture for you. I mean, that's why I think they're so graphic. Like it's just at least for me, it is. You know. Wait, Goon wait, is Goonies on that? With Goonies on what? Is Goonies on that list? Wait, who directed and produced? Oh, what for John Hughes now? No. 
No, no, that's um, it's definitely a classic that would have to go up against those, though. I want to say writer, producer, director. Um, was it a Spielberg? No, was a- he was. I think he was um, like a producer or a, what do you John want? Hughes, a consultant. No, for uh, on the movie Goonies with uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I think he was uh, like production or something like that because the I'm pretty sure the writer was the director. Like it was just the one guy. And I think he only like Spielberg only came in as like oh well that was interesting. <laughs> Sound check. Wait, I feel like I should be putting my right hand up or my or both. Uh, yeah. Um like but yeah what's um hearing, hearing tests. <laughs> yeah see if we can pull what's the because I'm pretty sure he was the director and the writer. If I recall correctly. I I'm not a fact checker. Did we suck at that? We know. I'm We're aware. It totally derails. No, it more than I usually do. It's us. It's not even you. It's 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 us. We suck at it. We do. I'm just saying. Thanks for owning up to that as well. Do all of my shit, man. I'm accountable for it. Um <clears throat> but yeah, the um you have those great movies that, that I mean, just, you know, Goonies very specifically, there's a lot of great visuals. You know, Forrest Gump, there's a lot of great visuals. Um, you know, American Beauty. American Beauty has tons of great stuff, but what do you have? Are you? Oh. <laughs> are you I have information. 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 Fun fact. So you were looking for what Steven Spielberg was for the Goonies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the story writer. Like, it was his story. That's what I thought. Okay. Well, then who was the director? Richard Donner. Yeah, because wasn't I, th- I think he was like a producer or something as well. Like, he wasn't just the... But he might have just been He the was also a producer. Yeah, that's what Richard I thought. Richard Donner. Okay. Richard not, Donner. Not Spielberg. Wait, how yeah, but he was he, but Spielberg wrote it. Okay, D O N N E R. That makes more sense. Like the reindeer, I think. Right? Donner? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the reindeer. That's pretty good. I like. I that. didn't know if it was spelled donor. <laughs> D O N N E R. Because you said Richard, right? Yeah. If it was spelled oh, like donor, that would be really funny. I'm just on this one. My mind. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a little right. boys clubhouse really, I've stumbled I upon I here. I can't help it. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> Is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back? <laughs> the rapture's coming. No, That's <laughs> assuming Jesus ever left. Oh, he's hanging out with Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> That's and, what I heard. I've and seen Marvin Gaye. They're all just like chilling. I've seen pictures. Elvis, Elvis is there. Sure. <laughs> Elvis is I'm there. Sure that's possible. Yeah, Buddy Holly, Janis Joplin, they're all just hanging out. They're just having a good old time. On cast. Yeah, man, they're like in the VIP club. They be clubbing. Word. Mm. <laughs> Pretty Any much. wine house? She'd be in there too. Wait, they're at the wine house? No, <laughs> is that what they call it? Wherever these kids are hanging out nowadays, I don't know. Kids. I can't keep up with them. Yeah. <laughs> And they're dang 
phones and internets and stuff now. We're always doing that. Remember the the Dewey Decimal System? Remember? Yeah. Remember when a phone was a phone? No. Do you you remember books? Do you remember when people used to read books? (laughs) That was the thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, see, there's proof right there. You know, you just, you were reading that book and that's literal book. There's pages. Yeah. And there's like a cover. Tangible. Like, but is it though? Do you really touch it or is it all? Jeez, here we go. Because you're the one that started that one time. Like, dude, when you put your finger to the other person, like, you don't, but you know, if I push really hard, I feel like. I'm never actually touching you. I'm not touching you. Yeah, stop not touching me. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, no, it's, um, I mean, books are important. I would say so, yeah. I mean, reading reading is good. Well, I mean, everybody's with the e-books. You know? what, what happens when the power goes down? You can't recharge. All I need is some kind of source of light. I could read by candlelight if I have to. Yeah, but only one book. <laughs> I see what you're getting at. No, I mean, no. I, I see that, but yet again, I mean... Well, I mean, I guess that could get wet and it would ruin it too, but um, <laughs> there's all kinds of things that could happen to an electronic There's all device. sorts of ways to ruin books. I'm aware. No, but... They did. can catch on fire. <laughs> they can catch on fire. What you were you want, getting You want some at? of this the hot way fire? You, the way you looked at me, like there's all sorts of things that can mess up books. Like what? Why are these pages stuck it's together? So, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of book. There's no pictures. <laughs> Why is it only chapter three? Dirty. What the heck? <laughs> Dirty <money. laughs> Where is page 24? Oh. <laughs> the JCPenney catalog. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's always the same section. Oh. I don't understand. Uh, not, not in my house. I mean, I don't know how it is where you guys are from, but you know, <laughs> hey. I'm not here to judge. Oh my God, mom, don't touch that towel. <laughs> like American Pie when she picks up the sock and it's like, <laughs> it doesn't barely, it's magic. <laughs> yeah. Was it, or was it one of the, one of the American Pie like productions or something? I don't know. Well, cause they did, they did the three movies but then they also had Reunion, which was like after, which wasn't a part of the original three. But then they've also had like American Pie Productions where it was like... The, the American Pie Uncut, which was practically a different movie. I mean, there was whole sections that they had Oh, the original, where they, the oh, yeah. original with the uncut. Oh, it was where, way raunchier. Where, where he was all the way up on the island banging the pie. Oh yeah, no, he, dude, he was like he <laughs> was yeah. not like the complete uncut scene. Like they went totally over the top on it. Yeah, dude, that was like straight porn style. <laughs> I was like, why didn't they put this in the movie? That would have been awesome. Yeah, dude, he was showing that pie a good time. Right there on the kitchen. Oh my god. Yeah, just mounted on the counter right there on the island. And then, then his dad come home. He's like, we, we'll just tell your mother we ate it. <laughs> ate the whole pie. He's like touching the pie, and he's like. Get this look on his face. Well, you know, because he like he he puts uh, I think he puts like a finger in, and then he puts in like two fingers, <laughs> and it's just like, dude, this are, are you practicing right now? Is are you are you feeling? Are you like testing the waters, or is this like actual homework? Are you are you it practicing? Like a, this, the way it always happens, though, like he kind of 
he tries something out and then he goes way over the top. It was the same thing with the uh, an American wedding with the oh yeah when he's special, shaving his pubes, the special the haircut. Special, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, in my day, we weren't so concerned with hair. Uh, oh, dad. Well, yeah, because he takes it and he like shakes the towel out the window, and then the hair comes back in through the fan. <laughs> Which here's the, all right. So <clears throat> you want to talk about stuff in movies where it's like stupid. That's not even the worst scene that I've ever seen though. Yeah, no the shit. The one I still can't watch is the one in um, Van Wilder. Van Wilder. Yeah. You know exactly <laughs> With what the I'm eclairs. talking about. Yep. Oh, they're still warm. Oh. But dude, all right. So American wedding, the fan that blows the hair back in, dude, that fan would be sucking the air out of the kitchen. Right. It wouldn't be pumping in. It'd be pushing out. So that wouldn't okay. have happened. That's BS, man. Don't, don't ruin the scene, man. Don't ruin it. Dude, they ruined it for me. Maybe there was a problem with the Dude, fan. fun police. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't happen, man. It just wouldn't I'm happen. just saying, theoretically, it's incorrect. Back and to the left. I mean, unless they're in Back Australia, because the then everything goes backwards, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Just keep t- the Coriolis effect is what you're talking about. Yeah, like the toilets go backwards. Yeah. The waves go backwards. Mm-hmm. You know, the fans work backwards. It's they also drive to, on the wrong, no, the other side of the street. Maybe you're so that, backwards. So that, you know, even the roads well, are backwards. that's the difference between what a tsunami and a um, typhoon is just the direction with the the wind and the rain. Goes. Is that true? I think you need to fact check yourself. Well, yeah, because I feel like a typhoon is a storm, whereas a tsunami is a giant wave. I believe that there wave. was a bed that was A tsunami warm. is caused by um, some kind of disruption under on the ocean floor from, from tectonic movement and stuff. Yeah. Like that's that. what, yeah. Usually it's earthquake driven. Whereas it, a typhoon is driven by gale force winds, just uh, the normal. Yeah. It's a storm. Yeah. Whereas, whereas yeah, a tsunami is a wave that's created so you from. Check yourself. <laughs> you better check yourself. Wait, 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 wait. It's not. Don't talk. Don't talk. It makes it crawl back she's up. You're talking about a, t- a t- tsunami. A t- tsunami. It's a tsunami. Okay. Hold on. Maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe I'm thinking a hurricane and a typhoon are the reverse of each other. Um, I mean, I guess there might be some truth in that. But in which one do you see the Wicked Witch riding a bicycle? Oh, that no, that's a tornado. tornado. Oh, sorry, yeah, tornado. Yeah, that's a, that's an inland. Which that's what that's. I think the only difference between a hurricane and a tornado is it's one's on land, one's on water, or one originates from water, one originates from land. Well, they tend to be more focused and more destructive on a focused area as opposed to being less destructive on a much wider area. But yeah. I think that's just perception. Take down whole houses, just rip the roof off, whereas hurricanes tend to... Maybe it was kid and play. Knock stuff over and maybe uproot a tree or something. <laughs> uproot a tree. Just saying. Look what I've just pulled out of the ground. I've lived through a hurricane or two. They're not horrible. I've, <laughs> I've been through one. But I mean, from what I hear, if a tornado touches down on your house, that's, that's it. You're done. <laughs> well, what if you're in the yeah. basement? Well, your house is done. How about that? Okay. I mean, it's, it's not I done, like but it's, to... there's some over there. They don't have basements over there. where I live. They don't have basements. Well, I mean, that sounds like a personal problem. Well, you could not have a basement and still have a cellar. No, they don't. <laughs> well, there's a difference. Well, yeah, well that is true. I don't know. You, I, I don't know no, that's that's oh, all okay. I had to say about that. <laughs> <laughs>
It must uh, be getting close. Yeah, and it's getting close to that time. Oh, yeah, because we have completely derailed. I don't think we had a... Tr- well, yeah. Well, because we started talking about me not thinking. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> Like, and then we thought thinking. about it for a bit. And then we thought about me not thinking for a little bit. And then we talked about thinking about it. And then we talked about not thinking about it. And then we talked about how important it is not to think about it. But with Dr. Dispenza talking about thoughts. So we interjected books. And here we are. That activity that people used to do. Like, hey, you remember books. Yeah. It's one of those it's one of those things like pay phones. I mean, I remember pay phones. Do you? Yeah. What do you remember? Pagers. Pagers. Yeah, because you would get a page and then you would find, you'd be like, I need to find a payphone. I got to page somebody. This, is, this <laughs> is why there's no such thing as pagers anymore. It's a very, very limited scope right now. Why not? You needed a device to to alert somebody One to something. Three. And you would have to use another device well, to see, alert them with. The nice thing about it is you could, you could be unavailable. You know, oh, I just think nobody, nobody was tracking you. I didn't get your page. Oh, it never went off. Well, no, I mean, I got your page, but... I didn't have a way was, to call you back. There was no way to call you back. There was no, there was no pay phone. <laughs> I was in a, you know... Well... You don't have to say... Now you have to say I was in a dead zone. I had a pager when I was in like fifth, sixth grade or so. Parents were divorced. Ended oh, up getting a cell phone because I used the excuse there was no pay phone ever around. The producer's mm-hmm. looking at us right now, giving us the, the, the time warning. The lights flashing. The lights flashing, yeah. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, no, it is time to go. Yeah, it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Thank you so much for checking in. If you listened for the entire show and not just nine minutes, then you you know you got to the end. And this is you know, please reach out to us at ity at directionsandmusic.org. or Gemini at directionsandmusic.org. This has been a a lovely representation of. I'm telling you, <laughs> I think it's a fair representation. It's a f- you know, I'm trying not to judge, you know, all right, Judgey McJudgerson. Yeah, it's all good. We'll, Get in the corner. But yeah, this is, uh, I'm telling you, uh, as always, your host, Philly D. Mr. Gemini. Clickety Clacker. JD. Yeah, and uh, yeah, be good to yourself and uh, be good to everyone else, fam. Love you. Peace. Peace. Peace.